Hello, and welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our Teacher to Parents segment, where we discuss topics relevant to education in India. Our current series is on developing writing skills in young children. Last week, we looked at postural control. This week, we are going to talk a little bit about fine motor skills. How do your children get ready for school in the morning? Can they put their clothes on and button or zip themselves? Do they put their pencils and crayons in their pencil box and shut the lid tight? How about their shoelaces? Can they tie them? These activities involve the use of the smaller muscles of the hands. When they draw a flower, color within the lines and cut it out to make a greeting card for you, children use their fine motor skills. Children with well-developed fine motor skills can do these activities quickly and accurately. As a result, they're more independent and confident. In the parent awareness meetings I've been to, many parents share that their children string beads or play with chapati dough. These are great, but keep in mind that children need to develop a range of motor skills that include crossing the midline, bilateral coordination, eye-hand coordination, visual perceptual and visual motor skills. You can check out occupational therapy blogs such as OT Mom Learning Activities for detailed explanations on how and why these skills are vital for handwriting development. When should you be concerned about your child's writing? That depends on your child's age. Now, our schools require children to learn to write at a very young age. If we expect four-year-old children to write their letters perfectly, a few children will do so, but most others will not. So use your judgment to determine if the difficulty is because of unrealistic expectations or is it because of the following concerns. Number one, you are unable to understand and read your child's writing because of poor letter formation or missing letters. Number two, the writing is messy with letters of different sizes, multiple strokes to form the letters, Sentences not on the line, too much or too little space between the letters or words. Number three, writing is either too dark or too faint, showing too much or too little pressure on the pencil to paper. Number four, the child is unable to sit for long periods, not able to attend to tasks. Number five, the child is unable to organize thoughts to write them down. Many aspects of fine motor development can affect how children write. If you suspect that your child has poor fine motor skills, seek an evaluation from a pediatric occupational therapist. There are many ideas on the internet on how to work on your child's fine motor skills. But you don't know if those activities will develop the specific skills your child needs. And that's why you need an assessment from a professional trained to do so. A child who shows delays in fine motor skills will struggle to bridge the gap. Our schools require children to learn to write at a very young age. And as children grow older, the amount of writing increases. That is why a timely evaluation and intervention is essential.
There have been instances when I've advised parents to seek an assessment from an occupational therapist for their child. Sometimes these parents come back the following year with the same concerns about their child's performance in class. Only now, the child is a year older and the demands to sit, attend and complete tasks have increased. So if your child's teacher suggests that you get professional help for your child's handwriting, please do so. That doesn't mean you send your child to a handwriting class straight away. You should first get an evaluation from a developmental or pediatric occupational therapist and rule out any needs in postural control, muscle tone or fine motor skills or visual tracking. There are certain considerations when it comes to hiring the services of an occupational therapist. Do make sure that you are working with a licensed professional. Unfortunately, there have been cases where parents who sought help for their child open centers which offer the same activities and exercises to all their clients. Well-trained therapists must explain what skills they are working on in their sessions and how those skills benefit your child. They must also give homework, that is, activities where you can reinforce the same skills. Children spend most of their time with their parents or with their teachers. A 30 or 45-minute session a week is not enough to meet their therapy goals. Therefore, don't leave the therapy center without suggestions for you to practice with your child. And do share these goals and activities with your child's teachers. I've known some parents refuse to do so because they don't want their child to be labeled. You need the teacher to be on board to help your child. And they can do that only if they have the information about your child's needs. My last point, parents, is about your expectations. Sometimes we get sucked into all the things our children can't do, that we overlook the evidence of progress. I suggest that you collect your child's writing every month and make a portfolio. Review the work every three months to see how much your child has progressed. That will help ease some of the pressure you and your child feel when it comes to handwriting. This is the end of today's episode. Next week, we will look at what children need to know about the use of letters and letter sounds in writing. If you have any questions, please write to us at podcast at forallourkids.com. That is podcast at forallourkids.com. Until next week, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. Mm-hmm.